Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. Hey, everybody. Man, and you look so nervous when you were going to push those buttons. You're like, right which one, one right? is it? Good. <laughs> oh, it's good hey, to so what be is this place back. Called, anyway, I don't even know where we are right now. It's called a podcast. What, what is this place? Right? What is, is it? What podcast is this? Good I have no idea. Lord. Hello, everyone. How's it going? I threw the chat up there for the beginning part. Corey, Alyssa, Lampinen, Lollapin, Lollapin. No, I don't know. I'm L- saying it wrong. L- Bruce Penn. Wayne. Penn. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Been a hot What's minute. Up, guys and girls. A lot of life has happened over the last couple of weeks between Bill and I, and they all center around injuries. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, because we, you know, we were rolling in hot going into Wadapalooza, which was awesome, by the way, which is what we're here to talk about. We're going to go over the individual programming of the 2023 tier Wadapalooza Fitness Festival. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Janelle, Angelo, what's up, everyone? Oh, but a lot of crazy things have happened over the last two weeks. And you know, I'll let you, uh, why don't you start? Because you had to go out of town for an unfortunate situation, but oh, uh, yeah, a recoverable so for, one, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, life is life and it gets thrown at you and you just do whatever you need to do. But so, you know, being gone for Wadapalooza, um, away from my, from my gym and my hometown and all my stuff and everything. My world came back from Wadapalooza, which real fast, it was really nice to talk to everyone at Wadapalooza. I talked to a ton of people and got to meet a lot of people that were, you know, listeners of the show and fans of the show. So all of you guys that came up, guys and girls that came up, um, super cool. It was great to see all you guys. I'm sad I didn't see Bruce. I heard he was out there. I know. I know. Um, but anyway, so came back from that and was home for literally, man, I don't know, a a two, a two days, a day and a half, two days maybe. And I get a call um, from my mom's neighbor. And so my mom lives by herself. Uh, my dad passed away, you know, a handful of years ago. So she's on her own now um, in the house. And she tripped over, like caught her foot on an end table, going to put her, I don't know, dishes or whatever in the, uh, in the kitchen and just went hit first into the Mexican tiles. Oh, and then, uh, uh, yeah ended up thank god wasn't her hip but broke the the top bone of her femur so right with the ball clean break straight across um and that's better than the hip well because like with the hip there's so much like weird oh, torque and how those bones structure. are they got to put like braces on and all the stuff and this was just basically like literally all they did so i anyway i i hear she's going into, into surgery so i'm like okay shit one of one of us the three sons have to come back Everyone's kind of doing their thing, and I'm like, "All right, I'll grab a, I'll grab a car, I'll drive out to Phoenix, and I'll hang out with my mom in the hospital, um, and take care of all that stuff." So our neighbor was nice enough to get her down there, which was great, and stayed with her through that. I'm on the road uh, on the Thursday when she's getting her surgery, and I'm like, "Oh man, here it goes. She's going to be wheeled into surgery." And dude, it was a 20 minute surgery. Like really? that's it. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. This, this 80 year old lady snaps <laughs> the head of her femur. And they go in and just like little cut in the butt and just like like a couple pins bzz, bzz, buzzed them in, sent her out. And Dude, I was like, "It's well, amazing uh, what they do now." Yeah. Well, I would have thought yeah. they would have to like open her whole like hip side and just. I, I mean, they just basically sealed 
and 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 fixed in place. Like there, her hip didn't like her leg didn't the ball didn't come out of socket. Okay. She didn't tear any. Like I mean, it was it was a lucky break for what it was. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, although that doesn't change the fact of what you have to deal with right. as an eighty year old you know woman that is not like some master's athlete or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it hurts. And so when you think about your, the, your, the top of your femur is the center point of any leg movement you might have Ugh. lifting your leg up, pushing your leg down, pulling it to the side, pulling it in, rotating anything. And so there was a lot of, um, uh, life coaching that had to go on while my mom was in the hospital of like, mm. Hey, you need to lean into this pain because that's the only way it will go away. And Is that like, hard to you tell your mom? Oh, hell yes, dude. Oh my gosh. So when we were in the hospital, thank God for the nurses that she had. They were unbelievable. The sweetest people, this, this, uh, this one, uh, woman and this one guy, like great help. Didn't talk. They talked to her like a person. And the thing is, is that, I mean, it's, it's cool. demoralizing when you're in the hospital and you're, you're, you know, you're an older person anyway, you can't get up. So you're not going to the bathroom other than in your bed. You know what I mean? And like, Ugh. you need someone that's going to be able to be cool enough to be able to do all their dirty bits and then still be able to talk to you like you're a person. And these, these people did, they did just that. It like warmed my heart. Uh, because one of the things I always told my, you know, my, my crews when I was working fire was when we go on, on any medical aid, the way you need to treat the person is how you would want them to treat your mom. And I'm like, here all of a sudden I'm like in it. Huh. And so that was really, really cool. But man, I tell you, there was a lot of, uh, life coaching going on with the whole, like leaning into pain when you're 80, like mm -hmm. you don't want to feel pain and you're trying to, you know, I'm holding my mom up and trying to move her and, you know, there's a lot of crying and a lot of whining and oh. like, dude. And it's like, it's your mom. It's I know really, it was really hard. It was hard. How's she really hard? Uh, w way better, way okay, better. Good. I mean, like yeah. she's, she has, I, I gave, uh, so my aunt is staying with her and taking care of her basically while she's at the house. Um, she didn't want to go to like, uh, one of those acute care centers or like a rehab facility or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we were having people come to the, to the house, but I needed someone in the house to watch her the, you know, 24 seven to make sure she was doing okay. And, um, my aunt did great. Uh, had to teach her how to give shots to my mom because <laughs> they had to do like, like oh. a blood thinner. So it's like they, it was an injection blood thinner. I mean, it wasn't, it's not like you had to find a vein sort of thing. It was like, you know, Just right at the belly, but get it still you got to, a lot of people don't like needles, you know, and if you don't like needles and someone has to give it, it's like uh, oh. hey, someone you're going to have to do this. So I had her practicing on me on my leg with a <laughs> cap on still to know how hard to hit, you know, and uh -huh. go into the skin and then all that kind of stuff. But gave, you know, gave a lot, wrote down a whole um, setup of, of exercise that, that I saw the PT people doing that they could use. Um, bought my mom and I put it on my Instagram that, uh, that airdyne dude that uh, that took me way back right right there was the time where like crossfit gym scoured like nursing homes to find all the airdynes yeah. that you could possibly get dude, there's, I mean, well, there's yeah, only there one airdyne there were that model yeah that, that was the only one that was the that was the originals devil's tricycle or you know devil's bike whatever yeah. uh and so it was great. And it was really cool, man. The, the guy that I bought it from, he had done CrossFit like back in the day and um, just use this because he did. He was getting hurt and all these different kind of things. But I had 
it's just funny, man, when you're a CrossFitter, and that's why I put that up, like, tell me you're a CrossFitter without telling me you're a CrossFitter. <laughs> the, yeah. the conversation, I just went to go buy the bike from this guy. He had it up for like 65 bucks. I ended up talking to this dude for like 45 minutes. Wow. And like We're talking like old school working out stuff. And he's like saying how this movement hurts and that movement hurts. And then like you just go into like coach mode. Mm. And I mean, we're talking about what he can use in his garage and how he can do this movement over here and do these things and the guy's like hey you know what it's free just give me 40 bucks and just take that thing out of here it's cool that's ah, cool it was awesome it was awesome really cool game a little coaching took some 20 percent off <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's all right <laughs> but that's just what you do and and again what that was what was cool about that for me was um it was a bit a very full circle thing i i mean that was one of the first things that we have uh yeah wad zombie how dare you there you are how dare you? Anyway, um, even though we've been gone you know, for have, weeks, <laughs> having that discussion with someone that did do CrossFit and then now re-talking to them about CrossFit, mm. getting them fired up about like, okay, yeah, so it's not just about throwing as much weight as you possibly can because you know all oh, CrossFitters okay, just yeah, yeah. just want to go heavy and just want to go break the stereotype. Like, uh -uh. Yeah, that's right. CrossFit, and now, here I am using CrossFit to get my mom to rehab to rebuild. Mm -hmm. And I think that really turned the guy, the switch for the guy. It was like, Oh, you can use it for that because it can be infinitely scalable. And it was really, it was, it was really cool, man. I, I drove away like with a big smile on my face. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool. Hey, movement is medicine. You know, it movement is you medicine. Well, while your mom was getting surgery and you were indisposed. You copy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I land from, I said, I land on a, a Monday morning after Wadapalooza, and then, you know, you had to take some time off. And then the following Monday, I went under the knife myself. And so <laughs> eight days ago, uh, I go and get my uh, rotator cuff repaired. And I was really nervous going into it because I was like, gosh, he's going to get in there and find like three more things that it didn't come up on the MRI and take care of those while I'm under and you know, I, I the, the one thing I was nervous about the most was getting put under. Really? And, and not knowing. You've had that happen before? I know, and I'd hate it. Oh. But not knowing what state I'm going to be in when I come up. So, like, coming out of, you know, kidney surgery in college, like, that was a miserable experience. Because it was like a four oh. or five hour surgery. So, like, I was coming out of a heavy sedated state. Yeah. Uh, in the shoulder I did 11 years ago, not so much. I know I got pretty emotional because I was, you know, it's like, oh, I'm ruined and my life is I'm over. Not, as not an athlete, athlete yeah, anymore. Yeah. And this time I was just nervous because, I don't know, I guess I'm, I'm obviously I'm older and I was nervous about like how I would awake. Like, am I going to wake up just like, oh, what's up? <laughs> or wake because of the pain, you know, it just depends. And I was most nervous about that. Well, okay, so he goes in there. They put me out. I wake up back in my little care room, and they uh, they're like, "Hey, great news! Your your biceps tendon is fantastic." I was like, "Oh, like Ooh. not yeah, like it's like there's just some swelling, but that's just due to like the injury that you have." So you know, you're overworking the biceps tendon because you don't have rotator cuffs to <laughs> do the work that they're supposed to do. So it was taking the, the overload there, but he's like, it was great. Your labrum 
great. We didn't touch any of that. And I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. Because my other one was however, like, both. However. He's like, however, your supersonatus, which is basically the top of your shoulder, was torn yeah. and your infra was torn as well. There was more damage there than we saw, probably because I did more after the fact of the MRI. But uh, yeah, and the, the procedure's really cool is they go at the top of my humerus, right? Now we're, we're talking the shoulder part and they drill two holes down in it and then it, they tunnel it out to the side and they basically like suture your tendons and pull them into the holes and then tack them down with screws. So, you know, the, the pain on Monday was unpleasant because, and they shave some bone spurs out of my, you know, AC joint to make sure they don't cut up anything in there and, but yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube, I, I should be in a sling, but I, I am not wearing one. If you notice, like this arm raises <laughs> and I am currently trying to lift the other arm right now. <laughs> so I, I'm just sitting here with my hands together, sounding very uh, calm. But there uh, you go. Yeah. So that was the last couple of weeks, folks. So we are sorry that we have been uh, MIA, but life got in the way. Speaking of life getting in the way, it is snowing in Dallas. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Icing, I should say. It was ice snowing. We're having a sleet, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. it was a full-on storm. Like we had lightning and thunder while it was like icing. It was wild. I've never seen that before. Not, not like, is that, I don't even know what that looks like. Is that like hail? No. Smaller it, than hail? Small. So think of like tiny little ice balls that would be raindrops are just frozen. Got it, they're not, got it. They're not okay. thick where like they go up and down, up and down, and then they fall because they're too heavy because they freeze and drop and freeze and drop. No. Um, but yeah, Renata. Okay, this is a great question. Am I still doing the open? Yes, I am. And the way I'm going to do it, so I'm, I'm signed up for the open. I knew I was going to be out of commission before I ever sign up for the open, but I'm in. Um, I got my 13-year badge in the, in the email. Did you get that in the email? So I can't wait that. to throw yeah, that up I there. Uh, and if you guys aren't signed up for the open yet, let me just tell you a little story is that I am doing the open. I have one arm <laughs> and I talked to Kevin Ogar. I was like, Hey, Oh I, my gosh. Are you doing the, adaptive? I have an idea. I, <laughs> I am not registering for, so I, I needed a preface. It's like, I am not pretending to be this guy, but would it be okay to do all the upper extremity open workouts is like, cause I don't want to, pretend like it's like oh right, right. you find someone has a real problem is like missing an arm and it's like no 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 i just want to do the workouts because they would be the only ones i can do i still want to participate in the worldwide open but this just seems like a easy way to just like okay i'll do that one yeah and as he goes that would be so fucking awesome i was like oh That's a great idea dude well what i also want to do is like listen i want to do the open with everybody like, I, I want to be a part of it. It's a big deal to me. And if I can do a workout that's tailor-made for the, the situation that I'm, I'm temporarily in, but I also want to show people, like, how freaking hard these things are or how awesome it is to do this. Because, listen, there's probably a 1,000 people that are not going to do the open because they've got a shoulder thing or an elbow yeah. thing or a knee thing. I was like, and they're not going to sign up for the open. But I'm like... Sign up for the open. Just modify it. Be a part of it. So I'm going to be right. a part of it. I'm not going to register anything on the, the worldwide leaderboard, which sucks, but like I'm going to still play. And yeah, Wadzami, I'm probably going to get 
destroyed. <laughs> well, yeah. Because I'm going to have to learn yeah. a bunch of new things. Like, I'm, I'm very curious. So I, I think that's the route I'm going to go. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll document uh, the journey through the open with, uh, with this. So that's what I want to do. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, while you do that, are you going to sport one of these? Oh, you mean the... Can you see that? OG Programmatron Get With The Programming shirts that just dropped. Yes. If you guys are watching, we uh, finally <laughs> made shirts. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Yeah, finally. We You're finally made shirts for the podcast. And they are Programmatron shirts. It has our little digital 8-bit Wolverine versus Captain America. It says, get with the programming on the bottom. Um, I'm freaking stoked about them. Yeah, we well, want to do something. I'll throw it up on Insta. Yeah, we want to do something special for those that follow us on Patreon. And those of you guys that have been with us, our three-year mark is coming up in March. I can't believe that. Three years. Yes. Our three-year mark is coming up. And as a big thank you, because we want to do more for our Patreon supporters, is we are going to release these to you uh, with a special code that you can just get. Like, we're going to give them to you. You'll have to ship it to your house, but... You pick your size, pick your style, and we will send you a Programmatron shirt just being a supporter of the show that you guys have been for so long. And Appreciate you. The only thing I do is just pay to get it shipped to your house because, you know, Sherpa Works is doing us a big solid there. And, uh, you know, we've been with you guys for a long time. You've been with us for a long time. We want to be able to thank you guys. We will make them available for purchase if you guys don't follow us on Patreon, which is totally cool. Um, they'll be on the Sherpa Works site soon that you can purchase. But if you are following us on Patreon, your support is more than you already do for six bucks a month there, then you are going to get that on us. And if you want to jump on that train, you're more than welcome to. You have time. <laughs> and then first, you know, go to patreon.com, support us more than you guys already do. Six bucks a month. We'll give you guys a, a free quote unquote shirt from us as well as discounts on all our OG gear. Uh, before we get to Wadapalooza, if you guys are signed up for the Open, great. We'd love to have you. We would love you. Somebody put this already in the chat. Let me find this. Uh, Alyssa, I can always count on you. We <laughs> have a custom leaderboard for the OG crew out there. And if you go to your profile into custom leaderboards and you type in the hashtag OG in the Open, we are going to create a custom leaderboard just for you guys. And at the end of three weeks, we are actually making t-shirts to give to the top three men and women in this. And let me try to find this. I don't know why I can find this right now. Gee, culture. But we made some shirts that we are going to design just for you guys. But you got to be on the leaderboard. Otherwise, we can't see you. <laughs> um, the, what are the uh, restrictions for that? Can we get anyone to do that? Or are we looking just for programmatrons or just fans of the show? No, or no. We... Just, hey, type in the hashtag. You're on the leaderboard. Got it. Let's, let's see it. I can't pull this up for some reason. Culture. Huh. Can you pull it up? Um... Let me see if I can find it. 
Anyways, if you guys go to, I mean, Sherpa Works has them up there. But if you guys go to Sherpa Works, it's on their Instagram page. We have our, uh, <clears throat> our open shirts. They're still on site for you guys. No, I don't see it. Hmm. Well, we'll get to it. But use the hashtag OG in the open, and we'll have a custom leaderboard, top three men and women after the weekend. We will send you a special first, second, and third place shirt. All right, Bill. It was a, a little bit ago. But Wadapalooza went down. And you got to call the individual action with Sean Woodland. I got to sit around and watch the individual competition. Yes, there it is. Fittest OG there in the is. open. Let me put this to the side. Yes, fittest OG. OG in the open. So those are our shirts we'll have for you guys. So it has a one if you're first and then a two and a three um, as you... Uh, Depending, depending where you are on the leaderboard. Where'd it go? I just had it. Yeah. There it is. You guys get the gist, though. There it is, like the second place one. Mm -hmm. Silver. Just like that. Yep. Sweet. All right, so we're going to go through. We're going to analyze the programming of Wadapalooza individuals. We will do another for the teams. It was two days of individuals followed by two days of teams. The individuals went first. It was a Thursday, Friday. And as we get things started... We are going to look at event number one is rings and squats. If you guys are looking on YouTube with us, 12-minute time cap, 21 ring muscle-up, basically 21-15-9. Ring muscle-ups, back squats at 235 and 165. 15-15, ring muscle-ups, front squats for 15 reps, 9 and 9 ring muscle-ups and overhead squats for nine reps. The weight stays the same. For the women, the reps are 15 and 12 and nine. The men were 21, 15 and nine. Just on paper, when I saw this one, I loved it. I, 100%. I, I, this might 100%. be the best one, and it's the first I, I agree. In fact, I think when we did our podcast at Wadapalooza, when I was looking at them, we said that. This, this was my... When I, had all the, when I had all the workouts, all the events... This was one that I'm like my favorite. I just the the setup. It's simple. Um, the weight did exactly what the weight was supposed to do, and the the fact that they picked that weight for the squats and it was that, that weight for all the squats mm -hmm. forced everyone to really go into some ugly places on the overhead squat, which is what exactly what I wanted to see, and we saw that in all the divisions on the women's side, on the men's side, uh, even as you went from elite down to, you know, down to the RX and or the intermediate and the RX and in the masters and everything. It was, uh, man, that was, that, this is my favorite one. I love so it. Good. I have no critiques of, of on paper. On, <laughs> on paper. Well, yeah. okay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, what did you think about the, the numbers that they picked for the ring muscle up when they went down with the women, the 15, nine, the, the 15, 12, nine. Um, I didn't hate it because I don't want it to be a, this or that event. Like I don't want it to be a ring muscle up workout. Yeah. I don't want it to be a barbell only workout. I love the blend of the two and men have a higher capacity for ring muscle ups than women do on average. Take the exceptions out. I didn't want it to be a muscle-up only event for the women. 
And right. I think it would have been that at those rep schemes. I wanted them to race. I wanted them to make a conscious decision of, should I break this up? Because do I want to get to the bar that fast? Should I break these up? Do I want to put my shoulders in such a fatigue state for those overhead squats that quickly? Yeah. But I didn't want them to sit there doing ones and twos because the volume was too much. I, I did not mind the drop. Yeah, I was... I thought it was interesting. And the reason I was asking was because of the way that they decided to go 15, 12, nine, mm -hmm. uh, which was a, I mean, you have them, you have them ending on the same number of nine muscle ups, which at the end of that, even with the 15 and 12, like that's still a big chunk to have to finish at the end. So I was wondering if like, okay, maybe not do nine muscle ups, maybe make it six. Cause there were a lot of oh, women. I mean, and, I see. no, so there was, you know, so drop it a little bit more or make it Got so it. that it's a little bit more like what you're saying, um, as far as making it important, but not where it's all the muscle up. Um, and I think if I, if I was to mess with it, I think I would, I, I like, I like the set of 50. I was thinking the first set would have one one break i mean honestly i'm looking at like one break all the way through is kind of what i was thinking one to two yeah uh it ended up being more than that because of the wind I'll, and I was the about struggles to that to people that. had to get to the rings um so on paper you're right and I, and I see what you're saying now but as far as on paper versus what it what it really looked like once the wind and the other variables get in there because it, it did change it yeah on paper strategy versus now you have to deal with the element strategy which is a, a whole different setup uh, yes, I totally agree. And what I would have liked to see is this raced out without external factors completely actually changing the event. For example, oh, yeah, yeah. the wind was, that's just what happens, right? That's the nature of where you're putting this event. On uh, Bayside, it's super windy. The straps are exceedingly long. Right. Right? <laughs> exceedingly long. The scaffolding they have, I think, is almost 25 feet. Yeah. Right. Those are probably the longest straps in competition. Games, maybe to a certain extent outside on Zeus, but even then, I, I'm not sure how long that really is. And that yeah. has a dramatic effect. Like as the straps get longer, it makes them exponentially more difficult to do. Yeah. So I think those two things changed what this event could have been. So. We said we're going to give like little tweaks each event. Maybe if we, we think some changes, don't have this at Bayside at those straps. We have yeah. this at Flagler. I think you get, you get much more wild races out there than just, it was just muscle up attrition. Can you figure out the timing of the wind swing and the rings every time you took a break or, or figuring out how to do a muscle up on long straps? I think that actually still made it a muscle up event. Uh, totally. Minus the last nine. Yeah, I squats. think it <laughs> I think I think it was uh like Emma Carey was in the front was in the lead and then yeah. all of a sudden got behind because she like just couldn't get both hands on the ring. She's hanging by one ring at right. one point and then like fell off. So you're right, there were a lot of those outside variables uh, for that. But you're right, I wouldn't change on paper at all. Um, man, I I tell you, if you had it on the short rings in Flagler, right? Uh. Oh, man, we would have we. I think there would be a lot more epic fails on the overhead squat than we actually saw. Mm. You know, just because the because the because you would push the pace on the muscle ups now. Right. You can push them right. So you're right. That would be cool. That would be so cool. That that one little twink. But that being said, love this. When when I totally. actually have a functioning upper body, I cannot wait to try this. Yeah, I cannot wait. Time frame. We're looking at uh, let's see rings and squats. Oh no, that didn't work. 
I tap that. Yep. Uh, Ricky Garrard wins for the men. The men's side, it's, let's say, if you go down to 10, I mean, only six finished in the 12-minute right. time cap. A lot of that, you know, weight-related but ring-related. I think uh, you shorten up those rings and you have over half the field finish that event. There are some tight time caps this weekend. Yeah. Um, now, a reason for that, it's a huge competition. They have to get things moving. They've got a lot of moving parts. I get it. But, you know, part of this discussion is if that's the case, then modify the programming so that people can race each other the whole time, not get yeah. capped. Um, so I would say this is a 10 to 12 minute event in that range, upper body pulling and pressing with the back squats. Uh, great. Uh, moving right to event two. 22-minute cap, 5-4 uh, legless rope climbs, 40 weighted GHD sit-ups with a 2014-pound med ball, 90-foot double overhead kettlebell walking lunge, 20 kettlebell hang clean and jerks, one mile on the assault runner, and then you go back, 20 kettlebell thrusters, 90 front rack walking lunge, 40 regular GHD sit-ups, and then five regular rope climbs. And the concept here is that the back half is easier than the front half as far as skill and difficulty, but you're smoked going into the back half. So I, I like, I think this is akin when you're lowering the weights or the skills is dropping a rep scheme. So you have a 21-15-9 to encourage intensity across the board. You drop the weights, difficulty, and skill level, so you encourage intensity towards the back half. I thought this was a clever way to do this in a long chipper. I, I, I liked how it was set up. Um... I think that as far as, and, and we said this a lot, I said this a lot too, I think when we were, um, when we were out there, there are a lot of events that I, I wouldn't necessarily like it as much as a competitive race, but more as, as a training tool. And I like this for a training tool to be able to establish some sort of capacity for a long term when you have to grind through things the way the numbers the the rep schemes the way they were set up having that mile run in the middle and then you're right trying to push the back half of it um it was really interesting though because it really is set up in a way that up until about the first uh, half three quarters of the mile it's all buy-in there were a lot of people that came yeah, it's off a hell of a buy-in you know the 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 run and well, the hard thing was is that nobody knew where they were on the run. So you, you couldn't tell where, how mm. you were supposed to gauge. You had right. to just go what you thought. But then again, like we're racing. So if, do, do I need to go? I want to know if I need to go faster to catch you or not. That would change that element of the buy-in part. Because right now you're just kind of getting work done. And then you try to race that back half. Where we saw people break down and where the races really happened was mostly on either someone that just had a natural, uh, a more of a faster gait on the run. So there would be a... a a surprise there but again nobody really knew it they just happened to get off the runner before someone else did. they're like oh okay cool i'm ahead um but then at the ghc sit up that's right. where we saw people really break down um and especially between like ricky and roman was right at that point where you're pushing 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 and then that's where you break down um so it's really interesting that uh, this long setup long time cap but really you only have the last three movements are your race for me for the most part, the mm -hmm. things before that are, are, are virtually, uh, you know, you're, you're buying before that. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of things, a lot of things. And the other, the other part was the transitions. 
that you had to have on all the like the lunges yeah, the turnarounds and the, and the, the overhead stuff the turnarounds um i i think that you don't really realize how much that plays into your event until you see it on paper like again it's one of those ones that like on paper 90 feet okay well that that's easy we'll make 90 feet on the way back so it looks pretty on paper but then you're doing the down and back and partial back and down and back again and partial you only turn one time here you turn twice on this other movement it's a trip and that 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 piece could throw a lot of the athletes off too because they're they're in the middle of just like moving yeah um so i think it i, I think it had a, it got a little messy in real life mm. but on paper it looked it looked nice it looked it looked pretty yeah I, and a small critique i'll have here is that like we have a nice long one like you said the time caps 22 minutes if you look at the finishing place is anywhere between 17 to 20 minutes all right so you have your 17 to 20 minute range so this this is a higher volume longer test about double the work that we just did little redundancy putting uh, ring muscle-ups and legless rope climbs and rope climbs back-to-back. And not a lot of time in between. This one thing is like the time in between all these events was it was very short. Like yeah. these guys were going, 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 going. It was almost like as this event was over, the heat one of the next event was starting on another platform. They, did, <laughs> no, they didn't get a whole lot of time. So that, that's one of those is the timing of this event, the... Um, the clutterness of it on the field. But as far as a chipper, this is a good blasty chipper, a good grind it out. Again, I I like the scaling of the skills on the back half to encourage intensity on the front. All right, then we go to our first two-parter of the weekend. And it's start fast, finish strong. Part A, four-minute time cap. 11, 22, 11 of toes to bar, lateral jumps over a hurdle at 24 and 18 inches, and then a 44-yard shuttle run of 11, 22, and 11. So they'd go 11 down and back, 22 down and back, 11 down and back, and then back to the rig. Is that right? As far as the Uh, shuttle at the end of each time? And we are, you know, we just did, when I'm talking about like compounding effect, we just did 80 GHD sit-ups, and now we're coming and we're going 44. I mean, 44 isn't a lot, but toes to bar, hanging from a rig after we've just hung from two things back-to-back events. And I like the the jumping in there. That was unique. That was different than what we've we've ever seen in competition. It threw some people off for a loop, right? We found out who a the athletes yeah. were and were not that weekend. Um, and, and that's the part A. And then what was it, a minute break? Minute break. Minute break. So four minute time cap, one minute break, straight into finish strong. And you have a 10 minute time cap of a thousand meter row, 20 D ball cleans at 150 and 100, and then a 300 foot D ball bear hug carry. And I think we're on the call. I'll just leave that one up there. I think we're on the call when we're going through these events and they brought us in and said the buy-in for this event and we immediately looked at each other on our like google screens <laughs> because it's like we have another f- five minute or not a five minute a thousand meter buy-in buy-in row where is even more of a buy-in because you've got the 20 cleans on the back side of it into the bear hug 
which for the men is going to be the event. Right. How they navigate that. Through the women, not so much. But if, well, it, I would say this. With the, the intensity piece is kind of a theme throughout this. Like there's a right. lot of intensity for a two-day competition. We'll say that. They do these double events because they want to give more points to create more separation is the, is the idea. And, and I understand that to create more opportunities for change. But sometimes you have to look at the, the totality of not the volume, but the intensity at which you're doing the volume. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think a lot of these back-to-back events, this one, the final, the, the lift one that we'll see tomorrow, not, not so much just because it's a lift and a hold. But when you have a sub-four-minute, basically like that's a full send because it's just, you know, it's, it's not hard. It's right. just toes to bar jumping and a shuttle run. So like you're going, it's unbroken or bust. You just try not to get no repped. So that's tough. And again, the compounding effect, I think is the thing we're talking about. It's like grip pulling from the rings, grip pulling from the rope, grip pulling from the toes to bar back to back to back into grip pulling from sandbag cleans after doing a lot of kettlebell work and a grip core pulling only bear hug carry. Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts on that. Well, I, I mean, if you look at just these two back to back, I, I like the hurdle jump. I loved, I mean, we actually do, we do those quite a bit here at the you gym. You do those with the PVCs, right? It's not box jumps all the time. Yeah. We do PVC stuff yeah. all the time. Um, so I like that plyometric setup. It, it was interesting to see that people were so fast that they got ahead of themselves and it would like mess their jump tempo up. So they kind of like <laughs> yeah. fall around a little bit. Um, the toes to bar, you're right. 44 is not a lot, but because it's not a lot, you're forced to do all unbroken and you're, you're, you're fast jump on. You have to do them fast. So you're going to be doing more of like that punch with the, with the midline Mm -hmm. then. So now that you've been on for, you know, for those, those toes to bar, you basically go right into the next part, which is any, you know, it, it was the D ball clean. And then that carry, it would have been really interesting to see that last piece the the finished strong part flipped so start with the oh. 300 foot bear hug carries then <laughs> yeah. the 20 d ball cleans and then the then the thousand meter row because you're right i mean i i think that uh i mean yeah you are racing there were people it was really funny listening to a lot of the athletes deciding basically that they were going to like you know they're going to toss one so that they're not dead for the other or try to figure out where they were going to finish strongest and get their best score. Right. And in every one, in every single one of the double events like that, that's what they were thinking. All right, which one do I not really care about as much or which one do I not need as much rather than I need to, I need to go all mm-hmm. out on this one and I need to go all out on all, you know, get all the points on this next one. At least it didn't appear that way. It looked like people were gaming their strong piece. Oh, some people were definitely doing that. And we've talked about that. It's like, is a mid pack finish and a first place finish better than me getting 10th in both? Right. Right. The answer is yes. Yeah. So, um, I, I think that that definitely changes it. And if you, I, I think just for the second, I mean, I like both of the pieces. I think they're fine. You're right. The intensity is pretty high. I would have liked to see that last one. We have yet to see an end. We've seen just a row and mm-hmm. see what that time is, but to see a finish on a row, like where people are going for it on the row. Right. You know, to like have to, to have to full send the rope because every time, and we've said it, 
it ends up being the buy-in to your event, the buy-in to your event. Could you imagine if you, everyone would then be able to do the 300 D ball, uh, carry unbroken everybody, right. No matter what their size were, everyone could have done that. Then the cleans all of a sudden would have been not about, I need to save anything because I need to get onto that rower as fast as I can to be able to go. So like now it's a little bit different, not I'm trying to save my grip, but now it's like, okay, what's my breath going to be? Or am I going to do this with all my back so I can save my legs for the the drive on the row and the pool? It's just, it's, it changes it. Yeah. And I, it would have been, it would have been fun to see that. My, uh, my initial thought of doing that <clears throat> actually think, cause my, my theme for this is these double events created a almost too much intensity for the athletes, right? There's a lot of events that are sprint events that require a level of intensity that is tough to go to multiple times in a two day time span, which I think led to a lot of these athletes. If you talk to them were surprised about how wrecked, like not beat up, like wrecked they were. And it's because of the intensity, which I think we could bring could bring, spend a whole episode on. That's why intensity is so important and potent and relative to your just general fitness space. What I would have liked to seen as a theme is the, the, the feel of the need to create these double events to create more points and drama. I think it's one of those where we did a little too much and we could have just kept it a bit more simple. And I'll, I'll say this in the final when we get there, but I think just taking these split events and making them one would have been better for the athletes physically and been fine for the overall results of the weekend. Like you could have made this a three rounder and up and down little pyramid style, but thrown in the row in the middle and some sandbag work, like made it one whole event. It's going to take 10 to 12 minutes and the intensity is going to be way less potent. And I, but and, and the reason why is like, I like if we flipped this, if it was a one-off, but they, that would have created so much worse. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like putting yeah. the row at the end would have made this even more intense than it already was. No, hundred percent. Even though I would like I to do that, that, I'm trying not to do the critique that I'm giving them where there's too much intensity for the weekend. Right. right. So I like um, your event, but I'm not going to do it because then I would be basically like talking out of both sides of my mouth, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, you know what though? Like I, I really didn't see, I agree. I agree with the intensity part, um, especially when you look at the toes the bar and then the hurdle jumps because they're really getting after it. I mean, it's all hip flexors. Yeah, no, Even it is. I, I, I completely agree with all that. I, I do think that the, uh, I, like, I'm just, I'm just not a fan of the shuttle run. Uh, I, I liked it for the open because it gave us an opportunity to be able to put running yeah. in events. And we showed that we could do that. But now since we did that, every single competition has to have a shuttle run in it. And I just, there was no one that ran the shuttle runs. They just, kind of shuffled back and forth so i think that piece mm-hmm. actually did bring the intensity down on that first uh that part if you wouldn't have had that it right. would have been even that then it would have been really up because there would have been you can't go fast on a shuttle run you can only like yeah. you can only go top a certain speed well the other it's problem annoying. if the uh, part a is there's no separation no like look at these times 222, yeah. 232, 234, 234, 234, 236, 236, 236, 236, 237, 237, 237. 237. Like, that, I mean, that's not a race. That's just trying not to get no repped or getting a favorable draw or your size won you the event. 
Like that's not, it's just not an event. Okay. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Take out, take out a, Mm -hmm. and make it one event where you go with B, but what you do is you extend it out a little bit. So what you do is you go three rounds, 500 meter row, uh, 10 D ball cleans, and you increase from 100 foot D ball carry to 200 feet to 300 feet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cause like toes to bar hurdle jump, like we, I don't think we lost anything because there are other blasters in here. So I don't think we're losing anything if we were just to, to scrap. If that you one. scrap that, you would have you wouldn't have lost much. No. Okay, but like okay, and then so you take still your. Get, and you still get the D ball carry and the the cleans and the rowing in so there. So what's you know, the still. rep scheme you would have done? Um, so three rounds, mm-hmm. five hundred meter row, ten D ball cleans, and increasing D ball carry. So one hundred oh. foot in the first round, two hundred in the second round, three hundred in the third round. Done. Yes. Done. 1,500 cool. meters of rowing, 30 D-ball cleans, right? And so you, now you're hitting in a, a time frame of maybe the same, six to eight minutes. Right. But now there's some fitness involved. You're going to still get good races. The row will matter. Right? You yeah. can get a, it. But yeah, like you, you're not going to win on the row, but you're going to have to keep the row tight. You're yeah. going to have to push the D-ball cleans. That is going to be a big part of how you navigate through that. And to hang on to an extendingly more difficult D-ball clean, I think that would have been great. Or it's it. I mean, you can even go backwards if you want. Keep it 300 when you're fresh and make it shorter. I like making it harder as it gets longer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that'll create some drama. That bag is going to be hitting the ground. Yeah. And now we got some drama. I like that. Yeah. I like that. All right. That is the third event. Three, three. And then we uh, have yes. uh, whoa. so that was the end of day one, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So moving to day two, we have a two scored event to start things off. It is we have liftoff. That is the clean and jerk. You have four minutes to establish a one rep max clean and jerk. Now, I believe it was one lift with a... 30 second window a 90 second rest or was it like 20 second window 90 second rest for three attempts yeah something like that yeah so you got three attempts which i'm glad it's three it's not two we've seen two in the past um three shots to hit a one rep max the part b was after this is over you basically had a minute break is you had a max or a a one time parallel freestanding handstand hold and the biggest question coming in was, how are we going to balance this out? How are we going to score this? Is it going to be pounds plus seconds, which I think was the original idea, which is novel. Right. You just got to balance that out because, you know, people can only be so strong. Someone may be able to hold for like for minutes. Yeah. It's like, okay. They so that, that they, Originally, they had a two-minute cap. Right. They said, but if you're good enough and you stay longer, we'll let you stay. Which is good because if they run out of plates – you're going to get me more plates to lift more weight. Therefore, right. I should have more time to do more holds. And I think that's where I want to go once we get in here is that you had 10-second window. Like if you kicked up and came down, if you kicked up again within that 10-second buffer, they would allow you to continue. Because kicking up is one of the harder parts of the hold itself, if you've never done it yeah. before on parallettes. The weightlifting score was its own event, and they made it 60 points. So the max total you could get was 60. The hold score was its own event, but the max score you could get was 40. So they're 
weighing the lift more than the hold, which I already disagree with. Because if you're going to make it single modality, it's got to be even. Should have been 50-50. A 50-point event and a 50-point event. That's how you get through single modality events. We've been saying this for years. What I would have wished they did, because this was still skewed for the weightlifter, because the weightlifter got three attempts to hit as much weight as they could. If you truly wanted to make this even, the handstand holds, those athletes should have also gotten three attempts to kick up into a handstand. Not this 10-second panic buffer thing. You're just rushing people into a position that they're not ready for, and you're not allowing athletes to get set and do this without the pressure of this little time cap thing. And so this was way skewed, not just in points, but in attempts for the weightlifter. So this was an event that was almost great, but the Hansen holds, you should have gotten just like this. You have a five-minute clock or a three-minute clock, whatever. You have a clock, I would say five minutes, uh, four minutes, keep it even. Four minutes, minute break, four minutes. Right. Within that four minutes, you have three tries. If you kick up and come down, that's one. If you kick up and hold for 45 seconds, that's two. You can rest two minutes if you think you can hold more. But everyone should have gotten three attempts on the handstand hold. And I think they really um, overweighted as far as points, clearly, and did not allow those people an appropriate amount of opportunities like they were afforded on the weightlifting. Yeah, I agree with that. It but was I love this two-parter re- thing. I loved it. I love the balance no, there. It was a great idea. And when they when they first came up with it, you know, we were listening to it, I, I, I thought it was really, really unique. But then instantly I started, like when they were originally saying it wasn't two events, they were going to say that it was a one-scored event, right? but the weightlifting was worth... Well, it was going to be 50% and 50% you put the things together. So the the handstands, the amount of time you got on the handstands were going to be pounds on your lift. Right. So if I stayed up for two minutes, that means I had 120 pounds I got to add to whatever my lift was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, I think what happened was there's difficulty on the competition corner as far as like how they're able to score and record that. Yeah. So then it they they tried to scramble to go like okay well then we have it in two parts well how are we going to make it if it's that way because now we can't say that it's this well that maybe we should give it a percentage and that was one of the you know one of the things that those guys do again they have you know nine thousand different divisions that they're trying to come up with appropriate uh, uh, plans for yeah and then when all of a sudden your plan kind of like the 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 carpet gets pulled out from under you and you need to on the fly figure out a new scoring system for a particular plan that you had. It's like, ah, so you get kind of thrown into the, into a, you know, a, a backed into a corner a little bit. And I think it was just like, we have to do this and just kind yeah. of went like that. So you're right. But with that being said, it still seemed okay until it was like, you only got the one shot. And right. then all of a sudden it's not equal anymore. Just like what you said. And I, I agree yeah. with that. Like if you came down um, at 11 seconds because your hand was in a bad position, they're like, done. You're done. Yeah, sorry. I'm like, but I can even, hold for 90 seconds. Oh, like, I'm going to uh, get another lift if I miss the jerk. I get two more. The, 
What did Guy get? Because I know his lift, uh, his uh, handstand was terrible. I don't think he got out of like two seconds, maybe. Here, I, well, I can pull it up. Yeah, let me find that. Uh, let's see. We have liftoff. Uh, he got last. He had one second. So first in the lift, he got 60 points. Yes. And then what did he get on the second part? Uh, five points. Five. So he got, so what is that, 105 points? No, 65. 65 points, yeah. yeah. Now here's the thing. What? The uh, person who won Cole Graysaber on the hand, he got 40 points and he got 24 points on the lift. So he was one point behind. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, now, so here's some totals. Like, um, well, I'll go for the lift totals. So first place... Last, so he got 65 total points. Second place in lift got 77 total points. Third place got 69 total points. Henrik Kapalainen probably had the best because he got fourth and fourth. And the idea is you want to be the best at both because if you're the best at both, you're going to get major points. So, for example, you said he got 65 total points, got first and 36th. Henrik got fourth and fourth. He got 48 points and 37 points. So he got... 85 points total. Jeez. Right? Which is great. Yeah. But. What did Ricky get? Uh, Ricky. Actually, Ricky did. Well, Ricky got seventh and sixth. So he ended up getting 77 total points in this. But again, we're skewing the outcome before the event even takes place. The weightlifting portion the single modality weightlifting test, let's just call it what it is, gets 60 points. The single modality gymnastics test only gets 40. Just tell me why you think that is fair. And I don't like to throw fair around because like, oh, it's not fair for me. It's like, I would say appropriate or uh, I'm sorry, balanced. How is that balanced? Your single modality test is biased towards the weightlifting just on points alone, and now it's biased on the weightlifting because you don't give the gymnastics one three tries, and you gave the weightlifter one three tries. And for some reason, in this CrossFit world, nobody gives a shit. Like, oh, well, that's just weightlifting. We get three. Imagine if we did the opposite. All right, yeah. you get three tries to hold your handstand as long as you can, and it's worth 60 points. They're like, okay. You get one attempt on this clean and jerk, and it's only worth 40. One. Good luck. And if you miss it, you're get last. Could you imagine <laughs> the reaction to people? But nobody does it when it comes to single modality gymnastics tests or single modality monostructural tests, and it blows my mind. You have yeah, to look I, at it both ways. And it makes... It makes like, you would call me an idiot if I programmed it this the other way. There's no difference. I mean, is that fair? <laughs> Am I being unreasonable? No, no, no. You're totally or fair. Am I what just I, losing what, my again, mind? though, what, I'll, what I will say, and not that I'm trying to <clears throat> protect the folks at W, it, it was uh, on this, but I think that it was 
because they had to figure out something on the fly. And it was, if they would have done three and three, I think it was just, it was too many variables. And this is what, like they took the, the pieces of spaghetti and threw it on the wall. And that's the one that stuck. Like I, I, I get it. I think that that's yeah. what it was. And no, and I hear you. But I'm just, why are you I don't, doing I, that I'm not, I'm not Wanda remotely Palooza. disagreeing with what you're saying at all. Yeah. Uh, at all. A hundred percent. Three attempts, three attempts squared across the board. 15 and 15. Make it, if you're going to make it an event, there's no reason that like this one, this event should be weighed more than this event. You obviously they're trying to put them together. Right. These were it, this was supposed to be the tiebreaker more than anything. Yeah. The amount of time you have on there. Now all of a sudden it became something. Well, if you're gonna make it something, make it something. Right. Either make it something or make it nothing. Yes. You know. So um, I agree with you on that. I yeah. again I and I'm not trying. I just. I'm just, yeah, I just think it was those guys. It's more, I know, but like, scrambling, why you know? are you scrambling? Why are you scrambling right now? There's no excuse for that. I don't know. You Maybe know? competition court didn't tell them that they could do that or put it up on the fine. But like, I did hear that. I did hear that. Was I, I know there was, there was a lot of back end working with competition corner that made it challenging. I understand that, but I hear you. I dude, I, I don't disagree at all. It should be 50 Not points, even a little bit. 50 points, three attempts, three attempts. And I'm talking well, on the balance of the programming. And if somebody over there wants to come at me, he's like, well, this isn't all about finding the fittest person in the world. I was like, no, it's about fun, community and fitness and celebration. Then why the fuck are you giving them one opportunity to do a handstand? That doesn't look like fun or That's anything to fun. celebrate either way. Because <laughs> Guy, who is actually good at gymnastics, who can hold himself in a high position fell in the first 10 seconds. And we're like, Oh, well that fucking sucks. Yep. Bye. So they were, yeah. So don't, you know, okay. Moving on. Move on. Oh, great idea. Great concept. Good little balance. You know, a weightlifting is gymnastics, a high skill, a high strength. I get it. I like that. I really did. And I think I'm frustrated and, because this could have been and great and we didn't do it. Nice. Nice job going for it too. Like you guys, you guys went for it. I mean, it fell flat. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. You went yeah. for it, but like yeah. that. I mean, you're the like. I haven't seen anybody else take that shot. So good on right. you for that. You but went now for we, it. Now, now we know what happens. Yes. Now we can fix it. I, that's a good. That's a good way to wrap it. I applaud you guys for going for it. I think I'm just frustrated because it doesn't seem that hard to fix, and I was really excited, and I know how great it can be. So for programmers out there, this is what I'm doing for you. I'm getting frustrated so you can fix it later. If you guys want to do something like this, great. I would love to see more like this, but you have to make it balanced. You have to make it balanced. All right, event number five, double shot with a splash. Now this one, what a wild finish after all this. So I look at it like this. It's like we had our strength test, single modality, Gymnastics test, single modality, and this is basically like a work capacity endurance single modality test of right. two rounds, 50 wall ball shots at 30 and 20 in open water swim, what is about 200 meters-ish, Ish. they said, and then 150 drag rope double unders. And like this, as far as just a work capacity grunt test, wonderful. As frustrated as I just got in the hole I was digging myself in, out you totally redeem yourself. Totally redeem yourself. <laughs> this was awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. You got the squat, the throw. You're getting yourself smoked with a med ball. Now jump in the water under just dirty wall ball fatigue, which is, is a, it, that's a different type of, of intensity for people, especially with a heavy ball. 
get in the water and then just try this like low skill drag rope double under for a high volume too. Like shout out to you guys for putting an appropriate amount of double unders in there. You yeah. know, five years ago, this probably would have been like 50 wall balls, swim, 50 double unders, two rounds. I'm like, then I would have, <laughs> you know, freaked out. But no, perfect number of wall ball shots for a two rounder with this weight. Perfect. Can all these people do 50? Yes. Should they? Different answer. Because you get in the water after this. You have to, because you're going to be swimming. You're going to be swimming. Hard. Yes. And like swimming under, swimming under good conditions in a pool is a lot different than swimming under 50 underbroken wall ball shots in a choppy water. Oh, yeah. And then that drag rope, like this was great. This was yeah, great. I thought, it, I thought it was awesome. My favorite part was the second round of the swim. Oh yeah, that's when everyone it, like, that's was tired, and every, you could see everyone's face like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Shit. A little double Dutch tap before they jump into the water. Right. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm not ready. I'm ready. I'm not ready. No, that was a. I that that was my number two favorite of the weekend. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Time frame you have here, you've got. Uh, I mean, we're blasting your legs here, blasting your lungs, upper body endurance with the rope and the swim and the wall ball. Got like a push pull and then fatigue. It's great. 14 to 16 minutes is your, your range from fastest to about mid-pack or your top 10. All right, so we've had a 20-minuter, 10 to 12, sub-3, 8, heavy day, gymnastics test. I, I mean, I have nothing to, to pile onto this other than, like, this was well-timed, well-placed, and just well put together. Yeah, it was awesome. Like yeah, I really have nothing to say on that one. From uh, what I enjoy doing on a personal level, this is my favorite one of the weekend. As far as what was a great just overall program event, the first one is still. like That's one I would like to see like at semifinals and just yeah. see how good people can be. Like yeah. that's, that's a great semifinal f shit. If that was the semifinal finale, I would have no problem with it. I would. Event that. one, hundred percent. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, awesome. Or because again, it's one of those one. It's one of those events. Again, going back to that, where not only are you showing your fitness, but you're gambling. You ha You're forced to have to gamble. You're going to gamble on the on the muscle ups. Yes, and you have to gamble on the overhead squats. And then put that final event pressure to go to the CrossFit Games gambling in there. Yep. yep. Listen, I, I know you guys don't need to hear what would be cool for us, but like, that's how good that event is. Yeah. Rings and squats, 21-15-9, put three barbells out there on the competition floor, one side that's the pull-up rig. Don't even roll it. Like, I don't even want that to be a part of the event. Bar one, bar two, bar three, change the colors of them if you want to to make it cool looking. Use a short bar. Yeah. Really F some people up. <laughs> Dude, that oh, that would be that would be sick. That's how much I love that event. All right, finale, two-parter again. Miami Meat Market into Dirty Isabel. Miami Meat Market is three rounds, 25 chest bar pull-ups, 15 dumbbell bench press at 80 and 55 pounds. Is that right? Yes. And yes. then after those three rounds of a pull push. You finish on a 30 and 21 cal echo bike. It is not part of the three rounder. Nine minute cap. Most people were in that six to seven minute range for finishing this. Six to seven minutes. Um, 
chest of our pull-ups, 75. We haven't pulled really since day one, right? Yeah. Um, 75, 25 at a time. Nothing these athletes aren't used to. It hasn't been a whole lot of pulling. Um, dumbbell bench press, unique. Haven't seen that. Was that in a qualifier for one of these events one year? Yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. I think it was as well. Uh, and then the bike at the end. Not needed. Not needed. If not you're gonna even, put, not, if you're not gonna, at any point in this race was the race decided on the echo bike. No, Nobody. Not, not for the top spot. Maybe a couple you know, mid pack finishers, but there was never really a foot race aside from like one or two. If you're going to put it in there, put it in there. Like, right. Put, put it, put it in the three rounds. You've got your upper body pull, you got your weightlifting push, and then you have a monostructural leg. Like you got, you got all your, your, you know, pull, push squat, make it a part of the end. Instead, you're just kicking them in the face because they have to race this, right? This cow bike and this thing, right? This is the, when I'm talking about intensity, this cow bike has no purpose other than to hurt, not hurt, I'm sorry, other than to beat down the athlete before the final part. That's the only purpose of the bike. It's not in there for fitness at all. And I don't like that. Yeah. I get, okay, that's a personal take. But this bike is not in there for a fitness test. It is in there to beat up the athlete. You know, okay, I, I agree. Watching it, the the bike wasn't even needed. It didn't do anything. I didn't see enough people really, even the majority of the people were just rolling through it. So you're right. They were kind of like, I see where I am. I'm good. I'm not going to do a whole lot with it or I'm going to get kicked in the gut to do and get beat up for the next piece. True. Like nobody actually I, like got wrecked by it because they weren't in a position to need to. Because it was like, well, what am I going to get out of this? I mean, I, I think I saw a couple of the guys that just like blew up on the bench press and they got on the bike last and they're like, well, I'm just, yeah. I mean, what does it matter if I even finished? It doesn't even matter. So I'm just going to sit here. So because of that one, you could just take that out. Um, but I think on paper, Again, this is one of the things about, and, and I'm not saying, you know, that they did or didn't do their testing or whatever. Maybe, maybe they didn't. I know that there were some that were like, we drew it up. This is what it was going to be there. And they went for it. But this one on paper, when you look at it like this, you're like, okay, all of these athletes are good athletes. They can all do 25 chest bar pull-ups and the bench press is not enough to crush them. They'll do just fine. They're going to race on the bike. Right. The problem was the pull up and the pushing, like if you don't do that regularly like this, yeah. like this isn't, this isn't like just the pushing pull ups and then doing burpees. Yeah. This is like specific, like small muscle groups mm -hmm. and flying. Like they all can go heavy and, and uh, big numbers on the pull up. So they're going to, they will tax everything there. Yeah. And then have little triceps and chest to try to use right. the dumbbell. And I mean, and it's 45 reps. If you haven't been doing that at 160 pounds or a hundred or at a hundred, dude, it, it, that is so heavy. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like handstand pushups. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh Oh, done. Done. That's it. And then that, that's how fast it is. So you don't even, it's like, I, that's what I mean. Like, I, I feel like this one didn't get tested because the cow bike isn't even required. Yeah. yeah. All the races I think would have been the same. Take I agree. Out. I agree. Um, if you were to put the bike in the part A, would you just put it at like 
15 cows or just to keep it a part of the test? Because uh, it has its place if it's if it's a part of the test. Like there's room to add value to it. Like I would uh, like a I test would, better with three rounds with the bike in there as part of it than taking it out completely and just having this push pull. Okay, then make it then go. Uh, I mean, part of me wants oh, like to go this. twenty, but three rounds of twenty is too much. That all of a sudden that the intensity is going to come way down. Fifteen, like way down. Fifteen and twelve for the men and women. I, I almost just say go ten and seven. Really? It's just a cap. Just a cap. Hmm. Because, because okay, if you if you're running, that means you that means you will go full. You'll uh, ten calories, uh, okay, thirty seconds okay. of full send. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Twenty five. And the thing is, 10. it's only ten calories, so you can, if you cruise it, it's going to take you. Thir you know, thirty thirty five seconds. If you go fast, you'll get it done in fifteen seconds. You have a chance to make up here if you're going to be slow on the pull-up. So like you can use it okay. to your advantage because of that exponential. Yeah. But I think at 30, everyone starts and then they just settle in. Yeah. Especially at this point. Okay. Um, all right. So you have a nine minute cap there. After the cap, you move to dirty Isabel. <clears throat> and it was like a one minute break. 30 bar facing burpees in 230, quote, unbroken power snatches at 125 and 85. Every time you break, three bar facing burpees. So we get to the end here. Sub seven minutes, everyone's within three minutes and change. So you have a six to eight minute workout into a three to four minute one. And before someone is like, add them together because that's the time they work. No, you're scoring them separately. Therefore, they will be attacked differently and separately. Yeah. Um, this was just a burner at the end. After doing dumbbell bench press, I'm sure burpees weren't the most explosive thing <laughs> off the ground and 75 <laughs> chest bar pull-ups and then pulling the bar off the ground wasn't the easiest thing. And I come back to what I said on the first back-to-back -back one that we had is you could have just put them together somehow. Yeah. Um, I think you give yourself the time that is allotted here. So you have nine minute cap, seven minute cap with a minute in between. There's something to be said of making a 15 minute capped event finale of a three rounder with all of these in there. Because if you look at the chest of our pull-ups, it's a gymnastic pull. You look at the dumbbell bench press, it's a horizontal plane weight push. You have the bike in the middle, which is a little bit of everything. And then you have the burpee, which is a horizontal plane push from the floor in a gymnastic sense. And then you have the barbell snatch, which is a weightlifting pull. So you have all the makings in here of a beautiful pyramid of movements. Gymnastic pull, weightlifting push. Monostructural bike, weightlift, uh, gymnastic push, weightlifting pull. You could have made a three-round finale here in a beautiful balance of pull, push, gymnastics, and weightlifting. It's all here yeah. in one event. And it actually had people be tested instead of just like beat up. What do you think? 
Um, I, I, I'm just not, I'm not a fan of double workouts like that. I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Um, because it ends up being too much of a game rather than, than fitnessing, mm-hmm. um, or having where each one is tested because a test is for that particular test, not what did the test before do to this test here, but then have them scored completely different. If, if they're scored differently, they shouldn't be affecting each other. You have that over the course of the competition, but not when they're like this intentionally tried to, uh, distract the other one. Um, I like the I like the idea of this event where you have to go unbroken and if you don't you have there's a penalty. Yeah. I thought that, that was really cool. I like that. it forced you into whatever. Um but also if you put this at the end, even though the I the intent is as you're designing this, this will be exciting. They'll be, you know, cashing all in to try to make it. I would have liked to see this event earlier in the competition by itself not as the dirty the isabel yeah or, yeah. or the back to back no the dirty just the dirty isabel part okay. it's like you had to do this if we had to modify the 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 last two events and put them together i agree you could do a 25 15 25 15 with a 30 burpees in the or 30 of something else in the middle if you wanted to or yeah 10 or whatever on the bike three rounds of that totally back and forth i i totally agree you have so many cool puzzle pieces right instead of again trying to make i i think that like the theme was trying to make every event overly intensified and exciting not yes. intensity for intensity's sake but intensity for excitement excitement sake, sake yeah um but it ended up not having the excitement piece. It just really like leaned into the intensity piece (laughs) on the athletes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Oh, this is so intense and fun to watch. It's like, but people have to still do this. (laughs) Yeah. And the the more that they get beat up, the less intense it is and less exciting it is. Mm -hmm. And that's what ends up. That's why in the, like, it's not fun to see the final two events where you see some athletes are going like, well, I'm just not going to go real hard on this one. Yeah. I'm going to mellow out on this one and then I'll go hard on the next one, which were some people were doing. Totally. Totally. Especially when you're not in contention. Like the one thing we tried to do or they tried to do was create more opportunity for points to create more competition. Yeah. And what it ended up doing, and you couldn't have predicted this. I'm not saying they should have known this. I'm just like what it ended up happening is people just gamed it more. Right. If you give me one chance to score points, I'm going to take full advantage of it. If you give me two, I'm going to figure out the best, easiest way to do it for my longevity and point success or point potential, which you saw a lot of people try to take advantage of. Right. I mean, Danny Spiegel did that in, uh, in the final. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I did. I mean, she didn't loaf part a, she actually did. She's pretty like, I well. just did what I needed to do in the beginning yeah. part. And then I crushed part B and like, you're right. And, uh, yeah. Emma, Emma <laughs> Carey did the opposite where yeah. she, or she tried to do the same thing. Right. She didn't handle the weight dumbbell bench very well. So she went, she totally went forward along with Danny Spiegel yeah. on that one. Right. And so the, the two parters, I get why and what they thought they needed to do. But I think what we're saying is like, you didn't need to because you have eight scoring opportunities in the weekend or more than that. You had five today. 
and four on you had nine scoring opportunities. One was sixty and forty, so not all hundred points. Yeah, yeah. So you had you had A B. No, watch this. Event one, two, three, four, right? Three A, three B. Oh, A B. Got it, got it. That's four scored events. Event four A, four B, that's two. Event five, and then you have uh, event six A and six B. That's five scored events. Now one was a sixty forty, but there's still nine scoring opportunities this weekend. Right. In two right. days. And that's that's something that again is is also, I mean, honestly, kind of a new thing for the elite level competitions. They're right. usually Another three days trial. So they're 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 attempting. This is mm-hmm. an attempt. You know, the, actually, the whole weekend was a big experience going yeah. for the teams and then the uh, or the individuals and in the teams and allowing them to do both and mm-hmm. uh, you know making the opportunity to where they could do that. Um, as in true CrossFit fashion, um, I think took off too big of a bite to try to make all the things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that it was, I mean, I just think it's a lot, a lot of, I, I, they didn't need to have nine scoring opportunities in two days. No, but it's I'm saying I, I see why it's, they wanted to and thought they they needed to. No, no, I get it. I get it. I under I again, I understand the reason, but you only have 2 days. And mm-hmm. you also want some of these athletes to do the competition in the teams. So where they had <laughs> seven right, opportunities right. there. So at the end of the weekend, these these guys were like had in the matter of 4 days, 16 like scored events yeah, which out is, of practice of the games. Yeah, which is a, a question we posed in the very beginning of this, which we'll follow up on the team side when we do this. Um, and, and, okay, so here's what we're looking at. So you had nine scoring opportunities. Six of those, two were single modality tests, weightlifting, and gymnastics. Four of them were eight minutes or less. Two, eight, one, eight minutes, one, six to eight, one right around four, and the other like right around two and a half minutes. So six of the nine were that short. And those short ones were, four of them were massively intensive. And the shorter, it's not that, like if they had four 20-minute ones, it's not going to be as bad as four sub-six-minute ones. Imagine doing a, a Fran-like event four times in two days. That would be awful, right? But if like, hey, do Kelly, Michael, uh, you know, a long aerobic, like, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm fatigued, but I'm not, like, beat up. Yeah. Um, you got another one is 10 to 12 minutes, 120, and the other one right around um, 14 to 16 minutes. Which those, right? 10 to 12, 14 to 16, 20 plus cap. But uh, yeah, when the, and so when we look at, when we analyze this a bit, and as we wrap up here, is your goal was to create a fitness festival where it's fun, exciting for the athletes and the spectators. You wanted to create more scoring opportunities so it's more exciting for those watching and gives the athletes more opportunities to score. The, Backfire there was you created a lot of intensity with these double scored events, which in turn have a much more drastic effect on the recovery. Like these guys aren't coming in like full stocked trained either. Like they're coming in to have some fun. (laughs) 
They just came out for Christmas and yeah, the holidays. Right? And, uh, and that's on them to be prepared for the test. But as it's promoted, it's not promoted to just like, you know, it's not a Dubai where they just like beat you to death or what happened at Rogue was like super intense and tough for the athletes as well. And it's promoted as laid back, fitness fun. We're not trying to find the fittest man and woman team on earth. We're just trying to have a good test and, and have a party, right? And so I think the, the effort... Kind of like the weightlifting gymnastics, you said. I love this two-day format. I think as we grow, they, they are really onto something here, and I applaud them for going for it. Right? As they went for it with the gymnastics and weightlifting back-to-back thing, I, I applaud them. I think they try to do more than they really needed to. Retro, retrospective, right? Easy to say now. Right. Right, easy to say now. Because before, you're like, oh, yeah. That event, that event, they get more points. I totally get it. Yeah, that'll be more exciting. And then you watch it happen. And you're like, oh, damn, like this is, <laughs> this is a lot. And I think the athletes felt the same way coming in and not necessarily the same way coming out if you talk to a lot of them. And one thing you have to judge what was put down was they were told we want you to do both. So if you want to do both, like hopefully you look at the totality of four days and that you bounce that out for those that want to, that you're encouraging to do that. Um, all right, so looking at the individual's program itself, Bill, we have our Element 26 thumb tape review. The precipice of fun, community, exciting tests, spectator experience, athlete experience, I think that still shouldn't trump having a balanced test of fitness because that also is fun for athletes to know that they're out there all playing on an even playing field. So what do you give it? I give it based off all that. I'm going to give this because I didn't tweak down half the events. I'm going to give this a one. Okay. I give it one thumb up. Like if you're like, hey, how was Wadapalooza? I just give him a strong mm, one thumb. I think to take away these double events, they're unnecessary. All the components in there could have been turned into one, so the program wasn't just like off the wall, batshit crazy and unnecessary. <clears throat> the, f- the simple fix of the two-parter with the weightlifting one is there. I love the concept. I like this two-day format. I understand why they created more. And I'm just coming at it. It's like, okay, you had some strength. You had some endurance. You had a lot of short ones. You know, like 2015 CrossFit Games. There's a lot of short ones. I'll give you one. You got one from me. Okay. How are you? Um, I, oh, I obviously agree with uh, all the things that you said and that we've been talking about here um, through the show. Uh, with all of the things we said about, you know, how many of the short events there were and you know, the things that, you know, with the double events and the fixes that we would have made. And granted, that's armchair quarterback and it, seeing what happened and seeing how it all came out in fruition um, in, in reality versus what it looks like on paper. Uh, there are events that I really liked. I mean, really liked. Really liked. Like when you can have in your itinerary, you have an event that we would be okay to be as a qualifying final to go to the CrossFit game. Like that's <laughs> right. The gatekeeper cool. to the CrossFit games event. Like, like that's a damn yeah, good event. That's a damn good one. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, 
I would like I would like to see that in final. I really right? would. <laughs> um, but what I think that they do for all of the uh, mishaps that I'll say, whether you know, and I mishaps we're we're talking about inappropriate scoring with the handstand versus the 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 weightlifting or the two part uh, workouts where people are gaming the totality of the events rather than the the test that's being done there at a time with the idea of and i and, and i i know that a lot of the events and this isn't a shot on you know guido and, and dylan and the crew over there when they're putting everything together to say that we're not here to find the fittest great no kidding right. the crossfit games does that but right. that doesn't mean that you you now can just do anything and it's okay. Right. Not that I'm saying that all the events were bad because they weren't. Um, they took a lot of chances. So all of the mess ups that you've already said that, and, and I agree with you on what they are. I will also give them a one thumb up. Okay. For the two good events that I really like. Yes. The fact that they opened the gate to some new ideas of ways that we can put these things together. Uh, okay, multiple uh, where, where we can showcase the athletes for the community by letting them compete individually and then also allowing them to compete on teams. However, if you're going to push that, don't break them down so much. Granted, they want the money on the individual side, and that's why there were athletes that said, hey, if you have individuals second, I'm yeah. not going to do the teams. I'm not right. doing it. But the way they set it up was uh, appropriate and really opened up for the, the athletes to come in. Thank you very much, Bruce. Um, but I like the fact that they took attempts at, at ways of ways of doing events that I think it's like, okay, you gave it a shot. Maybe it didn't work out, but now we know, we know we can do that yeah. and we know how we can do it. Yeah, yeah. So now it, we can, we can move forward from that. So I think that, I think that that's as, as it may have been a mistake, the gate that it opened is a big opening for a lot of people to use a lot of things. So I think we're going to see a lot of that type of event now fixed which would be really cool yeah and, and the one so thing I, do a thumb up too. I love it and I, and I like what you just said right there and i think that's a great place to kind of cap things off is yes we may have our constructive criticism but i do not want to scare wadapalooza away from trying new things oh man do right? it please someone because to. someone has to and i think we're, we're in a position now with people that watch what's going on and they just want to find something to just like rip the house down. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying your this back-to-back -back test with the gymnastics, like it was such a good idea. You just were almost there. So the critique I have is to do it again, but make it better. Yeah. You don't need to do all of these scored events because you wanted to give people more excitement. You wanted to give the athletes more opportunity. I see that from a positive aspect. You don't need to do that. It, it, you don't need to go that big. And I well, think and in this age, sorry, of um, raising the bar, you can raise the bar by improving the bar, not just getting it higher. You can improve the quality of the bar too. Well, think about this. What do people want to see? Like if you're talking about for the fans and the community, what do they want to see? They want to see the athletes perform. Mm. They can can't perform if they're beaten to shit. Yeah. If or you hang allow out with them, you. <laughs> if you allow them to set up, yeah. If you allow them, uh, if you look at not just the cool things that they're doing, right? 
but the way that it's designed so that every time they step on the floor, they're ready to go. Not like, well, shit, I'm going to sandbag this one so that I can do okay on this one. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. four more today that I have to do. So I'm just going to kind of, you know, I'm going to manage, you know, a little, little damage control here. I'll, I'll, I'll throw a big lift damage control on the next one. Then I can swim. What I mean, let them, let them perform, but they have to be on the stage to perform. I think that's what we, uh, I like that. What we need to do is, which is again, thank you, you guys for, for going for it. I yes. will never fault someone for taking a shot. And the thing is like, Waterpalooza has been around a long time. Like that, 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 group that community that competition is well established and will always be there they are one of they are one of the front-running off-season competitions that crossfit has and everybody wants to go i mean I, I myself tell people all the time look if you can't go to the games as a as a spectator oh go to Wadapalooza. Yeah, i mean it is an experience yes um yes. so keep but with that being said keep doing what you're doing because that opens the door for other programmers and other competitions go i mean we just do it all the time mm -hmm. we see something like oh, i never thought of it that way right ah oh, now all the things it's like this whole door all these other rooms just opened up of things that you can create mm -hmm. and that's that's really cool so keep doing what it. you guys are doing yes and, and i just wanted to throw it out there for all of us like it's always okay to critique and criticize we get that thrown away all the time but adding some value of have you thought of it this way can we try that don't just try to bring someone's house down because maybe you don't like what they did. I mean, we, Bill and I have our personal opinions on things, but I, dear Wadapalooza, keep trying new things in a, in a sense of relief. You don't have to do as much as you think you would need to do to improve the product. Right. To improve the product. That's it. And I love, I love the attempts. As you said, I, I really enjoyed that. And Bill and I with both one thumb, they're like, Hey, how's Wadapalooza? Boom. You get one thumb up for me. Love that place. All right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. It's good to be back. Appreciate the interaction all day. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye.